Andre Bella for Esoterica, a short feature about extraordinary ideas. Recently, I met a friend who began a litany on why teenagers and adolescents are so horrible. They talk endlessly on their phones. That seems to be the major complaint. All they do is play video games and dye their hair weird colors, and on and on she went. I know it's crazy, but I love these kids. Maybe it's because my own adolescent years were so difficult. Back then, being a well-behaved, good student only masked my passive-aggressive thoughts towards my parents, more specifically towards my mother. My angry thoughts smoldered under a calm exterior. My parents were getting a divorce, and my older siblings had had the audacity to go off to college, leaving me holding the familial fort alone. I won't go into the gory details, but let's just say that like most adolescents, I saw everything in black and white, and blame was my favorite game. But even the most quiet and shy 13-year-old can be pushed too far, which in my case involved planning and executing a runaway plan with some cousins I'd only known for a week. They became ready accomplices because they felt sorry for me. And this involved a one-way flight from Philadelphia to D.C. I'll leave the details for another time, but let's just say I think it would make a great movie. All this familial dysfunction resulted in decades-long guilt trips on myself for being such an angry, disobedient adolescent who, I had to admit, had hurt a lot of people. Hadn't I been brought up to be a calm, quiet female who always obeyed her parents? But I had clearly colored outside the lines. Years later, a therapist took care of my many years of self-flagellation when she told me how courageous she thought I was at such a young age to stand up to my parents and do what I had to do to survive, even running away. As she put it, in these situations, someone has to take charge, and you did what needed to be done. Wow, I'd never thought about it that way. Now I saw myself as a courageous female, not cowering in the corner under stress, but taking risks and being the adult in the room. And all that familial dysfunction led me to become a middle school teacher who for many years just loved those 12 and 13 year olds because I wanted to be there for them in case they were going through any of the tough experiences I'd had at that age. Like a friend of mine who became an emergency room nurse after being seriously injured in Vietnam in the ER, he was reliving his war experience, but this time he was in charge and hoping to make the outcome better. Yep, that's exactly what I was doing in my classroom. Ragging on adolescents seems to be as popular a sport as ever, with adults spreading unfair stereotypes of kids always being on social media, wearing ripped jeans, and never listening to their parents. But let me warn you, don't ever say this to me. It makes me see red. Just like all the rest of us, they're doing the best they can to survive in a very challenging world. This summer, my daughter got married. I can't begin to tell you how impressed I was with the young wedding guests, many of whom I had never met, who came up to me to introduce themselves. They talked about their professions, plans, and ambitions. 
Seems to me that our future is in very good hands with them in charge. And can you believe it? Every one of them was at one time a 13-year-old with a phone. So next time you hear yourself dumping on a young person, just know that I'll be there tapping on your shoulder with a smile on my face, reminding you that we were all there at one time. We didn't turn out so bad, now did we? For Esoterica, I'm Andre Bella. Thanks for listening.